Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. DIY Money. Daniel, is this the new year? I mean, it's not currently. We are currently cutting this on Friday, December the 9th. When will this episode air? To the best of your ability. We're usually only a week or two. Really? Yeah. So we're mid-December. Probably. Rolling right into the holidays. I'm sure Logan's checking right now, but... Rolling, he's scrolling, he's scrolling. Rolling into the holidays. Christmas Eve, you will... This is announced on... This is released on Christmas Eve. I'm sure people are lined up to listen. Heck yeah. All right. Happy holidays, everyone. Hopefully you had a a wonderful year, albeit uh, I know it's been difficult in certain areas in the environment. Markets uh, has certainly been difficult. The pocketbook facing the inflationary pressures, everything from the grocery store to the pumps, although I did fill up considerably lower at Sam's Club the other day. It's cheaper. It is nice to see that back down. I think I got it at 275, something like that. Which wasn't bad, bad at all. Better than Daniel, four. Uh, I know we talked about Thanksgiving and um, some of your traditions. What do you all do or will you be doing for the Christmas holiday? We'll be with family out of state. Oh, you're traveling? Yeah. Where are you going? Texas. Howdy, y'all! Oh, did I know that? Probably no. not. It's on the calendar. Oh, the calendar. But that's weeks out. That is a long time out. We're Heck worried yeah. about tomorrow. So you're. <laughs> what about today? Yeah. Uh, so you're going to Texas and get away from some of this nonsense weather here. Oh, I have I'm overshadowing your story because cool. I have a no great worries. update. Don't I worry about me. Coolest update ever. It's all about me. So the other day, my wife gave me and surprised me with an early Christmas gift. Now, 19 years of marriage, surprising me has never happened. Really? Well, think about it. I check the accounts all the time. I know what money is spent. Things are going. And then she just, like, leaves things around. So I'm kind of, you know, like, if something's left out that says, hey, uh, you know, buy tickets to such and such, I'm going to be like, well, what is that for? And then she's like, oh, I was supposed to be a surprise. But anyways, Mm -hmm. she totally surprised me with the help of Logan and some other folks we are taking off, by the time this episode air, airs, it will be already over. We are taking off on Saturday, tomorrow, flying up to Buffalo, old stomping ground, and going to the Buffalo Bills-Jets game on Sunday. Cool. I am so jazzed. How's the weather look? Terrible. But Buffalo, terrible. terrible. Like Actually, it's supposed to, No, um, we hope it turns to snow. Right now, it looks like a rain, which mm-hmm. is no bueno. Could be an interesting game, right? Yeah, it could be an interesting, an interesting game, but it's going to make for an interesting... Is it... In- it's outdoors, yeah? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All I know is fantasy. I don't think I have any well, of that game. Well, you better get to know because Josh Allen's going to win the Super Bowl this year. I've said it early, and I'm saying it again. It's going to happen. Buffalo Bills Super Bowl victor- victorious February 2023. All right. Here's what we're doing. We have great questions in the queue. Keep them coming. We like those questions. All you do is you hop on your phone, send us an audio question via email to podcast at DIYmoney.org. However, today and the next couple of episodes, we are not going to do a question. We are going back to the basics. I have a dear friend. In fact, he created the tagline that I say at the end of every show, the secret to 
wealth is very simple. Live on less than you make, invest the rest, do so for a very long time. That's his tagline. I borrowed it. He gave me creative rights. Nice. Nonetheless, I saw him the other day, and he said, so proud of the podcast, blah, 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 all the accolades. But he said, I got to be honest, a lot of the content you guys now talk about, it's over my head. Like I'm, I, I, I kind of tune it out. Half of it I get, half of it I don't, et cetera. And he's right. He's right because as our audience and our podcast has matured over whatever it's been, several hundreds of episodes, yeah. a lot of our questions have evolved to be a little bit more strategic. Yet the concerns and the personal finance issues are out there. So I want to go back to the basics for the next couple of episodes. You can share these. Maybe they're refreshers for you. Maybe you're new to the podcast. Or maybe you know somebody that might be struggling. Heck, look at the, look at the statistics. Credit card debt is exploding. It's certainly uh, getting tougher out there to make ends meet with uh, layoffs coming and or transpiring. Prices going up considerably, and again, people are just simply putting more th- more things on the credit card. That's going to come home to roost. We know how that whole thing plays out. So what I thought it would be important is to take the next couple of es- episodes, go back to the basics. Again, regardless of where you are in the financial journey, it's good to rehash this and revisit it. And even if you've been financially prudent for such a long time, especially if you're just getting started, how do you get started? So... The evolution of this podcast truly came from the idea that everybody knows in order to become financially successful, you must first start with a budget. We know that. We hear that word. In fact, it's gotten such a negative connotation. It sounds like a bad word. Get on a budget. Got to live on a budget. Blah, 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 blah. Except when you sit down to write a budget, it's very difficult Because simply, you don't know where your money goes. If you knew where your money went, you'd already be living on a budget. So this whole idea of DIY money, the whole personal finance movement, at least for us, began for me when I sat down 20-some years ago to write a budget. Because I was sick of running out of money before I ran out of month. And that's true for so many of you out there probably, you're running out of money before you run out of month. And in order to avoid that, in order to start building margin, you have to start living on a budget. So I'm going to tell you what I did. I want to hear Daniel's story. But how I got on my very first budget, I remember it like it was yesterday. I can see the townhome that I lived in in my in my my brain. I sat down. It was probably a Friday, like it is right now. Friday afternoon, done with work. I was sick. I was probably run out of money, and somebody said, hey, you want to go out, grab a bite to eat? And I was like, I'm broke. I can't do it. And so I sat down, and I said, okay, I'm going to start writing out a, a, a budget. And so, of course, the things that come to mind right off the top of my head at the time, I had uh, – a mortgage, I had a car payment, I had uh, you know cell phone bill, I had my utility bill. I wrote all these things down to the best of my ability. Now, this was before being able to log into an app or you know going to your checking account online. This was you know looking at your checkbook ledger, that sort of thing. The fixed expenses or the consistent expenses, I was pretty easily able to uh, write down. I knew them, and so I was able to write those down. Well, <laughs> that comprised about half of my income. So obviously, I knew that. There were more expenses that I wasn't writing down. So then I got to the harder things, such as eating out 
or gas in my automobile or, I don't know, other entertainment activities, travel, what have you. And I started to write these things down, and I realized very quickly I had no idea how much money I spent on a monthly basis. No clue. So I got very discouraged. It was the early days of my running. I remember, I was like, this is ridiculous. I, I can't even formulate a budget. I threw down the paper. I went for the run. And on my run, I realized that in order for me to start developing a budget, I first had to start tracking my expenses. Now, if you read the DIY Money book or you ever get around us or you listen to early podcasts when we start talking about going on a financial journey, the very first thing you need to do before you ever actually start setting a budget is to start tracking your expenses. Now, you can do this any which way you choose. You can write this in a ledger. You can go onto Excel spreadsheet. You can do this in Google Sheets. You can do it on your phone. Here's what I caution you. I caution you not to just download an app and start doing it that way. And the reason is, is you won't feel it as much. It's taking some work. If it was easy, everyone would be doing it. Came back from the run, realized I need to start, before I ever develop a budget, I need to start writing things down. And so we happened to be coming into a, a new month at that time, which was nice, because again, as I said, I probably was running out of money before the month was over. So I might have been a few days away, but I'm sure my checkbook was zero. And I sat down and said, okay, starting in the beginning of the month, I'm going to start writing every single thing down that I spend money on. Whether I put it on my credit card, whether I pay cash for it, whether I put it on a debit card, whether I write a check, makes no difference. And at the time, I wrote it in an Excel spreadsheet. And I simply created a little you know, sheet that had the date, had a column that said basically what I spent money on. We talk about this in the tribe a lot, uh, what I spent money on. Uh, where I spent money, how much did I spend, etc. It was very rudimentary. But what it allowed me to do was it allowed me to start to see where my money was going. Before this exercise, I had had an idea that maybe, maybe I spend a couple hundred bucks a month eating out. I had spent a couple hundred dollars in the first couple of weeks eating out. It made me sick to my stomach to actually see where my money was going. I was then, and I don't want to get ahead of myself here, I was then able to start to finally develop a budget and a spending plan, but I couldn't do that until I started tracking my expenses. So, step number one for you, if you're just getting started or you need to revisit because you've gotten a undisciplined and you've got things and subscriptions and yada yada and you don't know where your money's going, Starting in the new year, start tracking those expenses. How'd you do it, Daniel? Uh, I don't remember exactly where I started. I think I either started with a computer program. I think it was something like Microsoft Money or something like that way back in the day uh, on the Windows platform. Or it was a spreadsheet. But I think I started with Microsoft Money, and eventually that became a little bit cumbersome. And back then, there was nothing cloud-based. You know, you like you install that on a computer, and then when you updated Windows and stuff, you had to move it, and it got clunky. And so eventually, I just developed my own system and then lived in that spreadsheet for, I don't know, years upon years, and now still use kind of Google Sheets. Although over the past year, I've experimented a little bit with the um, the YNAB, you need a budget software, because we get so many questions about that. Uh, like you, I wouldn't suggest that somebody start there if they're just starting to budget. They're 
there's a bit of a learning curve on just how to use that, little less than how to track and budget and all that. They have some good you know, videos and software and stuff, but if you're just starting budgeting for the first time, I would definitely do what you talked about. Uh, utilize some type of pen and paper or virtual pen and paper in the form of a spreadsheet or a note or something. And then once you kind of get comfortable with that, then learn a whole new system if you so desire to use one of those apps or softwares or something. Now, I have a newsflash because a lot of people might think, oh, okay, I start tracking my expenses over the first month and I develop a budget and then I just kind of live on that budget. Here's a newsflash. You never stop tracking your money. True. You might automate it. You might, you know, get a system down that's not as that's not as detailed as we're talking about. I personally, however, have tracked my capital, my inflows and outflows the same way for over 20 years. I literally have spreadsheets that evolved into Google Sheets that go back more than a decade on Google Sheets. It's crazy. But it's what I do. It's what I like. I've tried other apps. It hasn't worked for me. But that is the first step. So again, we're rolling into the new year. Many of you will listen to this in the last week of December. Why not start tracking expenses to begin the month of January? Now, a couple of odds and ends as you think about this, because this literally is the very first step in developing a budget, which is what we're going to talk about on this show. And we're not going to spend too much more time. We're going to wrap things up pretty quickly. But I want you to understand that the first step is simply tracking. Then, as you start to go through the month, what you will begin to do is classify, the, the terminology is, is important here, classify the expenses that are fixed versus variable. So off to the right of your spreadsheet or your notepad, just simply write down as soon as something comes in that you're paying. Is it a fixed expense or is it a variable expense? What are fixed expenses? It's rudimentary, but I want to make sure everybody understands. Something that remains consistent every month. Mortgage, rent, insurance, cell phone, maybe. Other uh, fixed expenses, what? Tuition. Um, if you're on a budget plan for a utility. Anything yeah. that stays the same on a monthly basis. Things like that. Variable are things, well... That don't stay fixed, that move up and down and up and down and up and down. It's very important because you don't have control of fixed expenses more often than not. We'll talk about that in a second. You do have control, for the most part, of variable expenses. And that's where you're going to start to develop a budget from and cut expenses, which, again, we'll talk about on another episode. But you're first going to classify you then are going to start to categorize. Now, if you can see this in your mind, if you're driving along, you're listening to this on a run, whatever it may be, think of a spreadsheet reading left to right. You have the date. You have maybe the way in which you spent the money, check, debit, credit card, cash. You then have the description where you spent it, whether it's mortgage, whether you went to Applebee's. Does anybody go to Applebee's anymore? I don't know. Applebee's. Uh, cell phone, whatever it may be, then the amount. The next column is, is it fixed or variable? The next column is the category that it falls into. You have one-offs that maybe have a category of their own, mortgage, rent. Those are categories. You have other items that are going to lump in to various categories, such as groceries, entertainment, 
Auto Fuel. I have Sports. Daniel might have tuition. You still have tuition? Uh, for kids' school. Yeah. Yeah. Insurance. At one point, I had diapers. You might have a category like allowance, which we'll talk about in another episode about couples and money. But allowance, where you're discretionary spending. You might have a savings category. You might have a tithing category. Categories can change. They can evolve. They may be condensed. My wife thought it was a little bit overkill that I had household products and groceries, even though she went to Kroger and I tried to break it out and it never worked. So I, ironically now, everything we get from Kroger, unless it's a special trip for like medicine, it's under groceries. It just is what it is. Even if we get tied, it's groceries. But that's how we do it. But nonetheless, you're going to categorize it. From this point, you are going to begin building your budget. You're going to go onto a new page or a new tab, and you're, however your brain works, you're going to start to lay these things out. You're going to put fixed expenses on the top. You're going to put variable expenses underneath, and you're going to start to add up the columns from the very first month to understand where you're spending money. Now, the important part is, what are we trying to accomplish? Well, we're trying to accomplish, first and foremost, not running out of money before we run out of month. So if you start doing rudimentary math and you realize if you keep spending $5 a day on that latte, maybe you want to cut that back because $35 a week on Starbucks is not really going to work. It's not going to work to your advantage at all. Or you're eating out. You realize, like I did, that within two weeks you spent $250. I'll never forget when I saw that. I was like, are you kidding me? And I had put myself in the penalty box. I immediately, on my budget, wrote down $200. I might even wrote down 100 I think it was $200. I said, I'm spending $200 every month. Now, I'd already been 50 bucks over. I stopped immediately. And I adopted, I talk about this in the book, I adopted saying no. Being able to tell people, no, I'm not going out, not doing that. Anyways, the point is, is you're going to start to develop your own budget that at minimum fits within what you're bringing in. Now, the one caveat, and we're going to end here, we'll pick up again in next episode where we go from this. But the one caveat I will say is there are going to be expenses that occur throughout the year that are not going to occur in your very first month. I want you to start thinking about those expenses, and you might not be able to do it now, but eventually we are going to bring them in as a monthly accrual amount. Expenses such as one-time annual insurance payment, car registration, tax payments, a Christmas fund, a vacation fund, all things we've talked about before. I want you to start thinking about them. We're not, maybe not able to put them in at this point, but we want to eventually get to a point where we're accruing for these expenses so when they arrive, we are not surprised by them. Step number one in your DIY money financial journey, if you want to improve your lifestyle, is setting a budget. And tracking your expenses is how you do it. Anything to add on that, Daniel, before we wrap this one up? I think it covers it. Excellent. Good job. Way to go, guys. Next episode, we're going to go into the whole point of having a budget, and that is to build margin. So stay tuned for that one. We'll talk to you next time. Remember, the secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest and do so for a very long time. <laughs> 
Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed. 